This is your announcer, Shannon St. Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Darren's birthday was this weekend. I sure hope he likes my gift. That's right. It's a free month of access to my only bots page. This month's featured content is my naughty three-way with Mecha Godzilla and Rosie from the Jetsons. Enjoy it, Darinsky, you handsome handsome man. Our IPF cast starts now. I have so many follow-up questions to that. Rosie and Shannon are both anthropomorphically female humanoids, and Godzilla is like 80 feet tall. How do they conjugate the sexual act? There's definitely like a hardware expansion pack that they need to... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's expansion. I mean, not that I'm against it. I, you know, it's very sexually liberating, but why you got to subscribe to the only bots? It seems incongruous. I don't see how that's possible, like physically. <laughs> we answer the hard questions here on our IP, a live cast. Well, no, we don't. We don't have an answer. <laughs> we, we, we just, just threw the them. question out. I have no answer to that question. No, the answer is expansion. It's it answered. We're good. Sure. It's 2022. It's 2022, right? Yeah, it's yeah. 2022. What is it in the Hebrew calendar, Rob? I'm I'm still in 2020, to be honest with you. TBH. <laughs> it does feel uh, like one long year, doesn't it? Like a two year, two and a half year long year. Yeah. So 5782 yeah, in the Hebrew get, calendar. It doesn't. It just still feels like 5777 <laughs> to me. I don't know. Right. <laughs> still, still writing still- it on my checks. <laughs> I've definitely written 2020 uh, like a few weeks ago. <laughs> Even 2020 still, not even 2021. Yeah, I, I, I forget what I was signing, but yeah, 2020. Yes, yes, which is now two years ago. Which is ugh. what's also what's worse is more like the five year anniversaries and like the ten year anniversaries. Those are really brutal. Like 2017 is now five years ago. What the fuck? Fuck yeah. that. Like late 2010s is getting old. Yeah, it's 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 very very odd. The '90s are forever ago. I don't like it. Well, not too long from now, we're gonna have like a situation where, like, the last non-COVID year is gonna be like five years ago. Yeah, and that's you know what I mean. Like, oh my god, <laughs> you're right. Before time, it already sort of feels like that to me. It does this has been a very long? Sometimes I feel like it flew by, and then sometimes I feel like. It's been like a decade that COVID's been around. Yeah, that's where I'm at. On a happier note, though, how was your birthday? It's pretty good. Uh, Well, I had a a gathering that I was going to go to with some friends, and it got canceled because two of them got the cron. I think I told both of you that. Uh, So, But I did stay home, just played a poker tournament, won won a bunch of money. Nice. That was a gift to yourself. Yeah. I mean, feel it more like I earned it, but <laughs> I'll take it either way. But yeah, a lot of nice birthday wishes, a couple of nice gifts. My mother got me a, a Brooklyn Nets jacket. Nice. This is very sexy. I got to show it to you. I'll show you a picture at some point, but wow, gorgeous. Put it on. Model it for us. A little fashion show. I don't want to get up. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'm comfortable. Well, if you don't want to get up, you can just pick up your phone as long as it's within reaching distance and give us a call. 213-WIDE-NUT. That's the number. 213-943-3688. 
we'd like to chat with you and be like, sup, sup. You know, what's, uh, what's going to happen, another anniversary that's about to happen is the, uh, the day that 500 megatwats in like mm-hmm. antlers from Party City uh, <laughs> decided to piss in Nancy Pelosi's coffee mug, and that apparently was the end of democracy. <laughs> I mean, for some of us, we look at it as the day the music died because of <laughs> John Schaefer. Oh, poor John. <laughs> what a patriot. The, the day the Ice Earth career came to a screeching halt. Now, why? I, I'm just curious because I like to follow all your references, but I might have missed that one. What does that have to do with music? <laughs> Fair if point. you, if you could clarify <laughs> we don't have all the answers here see i told you rob that's fair uh yeah it is crazy that it's been a year since then and how nothing really happened a few people went to jail uh nothing really changed well it shows you how much nobody actually believes that that was like a consequential event in any way other than they're using it like 9-11 to frighten the fuck out of people in a way i do think there there it, it was a consequential event in that we learned that you could just do that and get away with it if you're white i i guess <laughs> but to, i just feel like the takeaway from that is not that storming buildings is bad it's that these people are morons no. and like their cause yeah. is is stupid i do, i think being angry at the government is fucking great like why would i be upset about that so are you going to storm the capital on January? No, I'm comfortable. I don't want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, this like, I want to ruin his new jacket, Rob. Yeah. Come on. Same, same answer as the jacket question. Rob. <laughs> I'm, I'm very much not looking forward to what I assume is going to be a ridiculous amount of posturing on, on the sixth about. Yes. Like what we're joking about, how it's like the day democracy died. And and if our like yes. there was a Confederate flag in the Capitol building, oh like, God. oh, my God, the same Confederate flag that the, uh, the Lincoln Project guy had on his boat. And that's OK, because it's called Trump a, a twat or something. Uh, yeah, but we don't like it when it when it's useful. It's a, it's a bad thing. There were some very, very funny images to come out of that evening. Uh, I like just think guy, that was the, one of the funniest days in American history in a laugh it, at kind of way. It was a laugh at embarrassment. I, I do remember being very embarrassed. Uh, and, and it's like, why? What do I, you know, how am I, how does this reflect poorly on me? But just, just as a country, just like, uh, like, what have we developed? Like, we're such a joke. Right. You know, just this fucking dipshit in, in his caveman outfit. <laughs> <laughs> like standing in like you know the halls of government and just being allowed to say his dumb speech well it's also the fact that like these applebee's managers are the only people like that are now they're the vanguard of opposing the current government because like it's all democrats so like that's what i was saying when trump was president you had somebody basically even though I might not get along with like liberals or whatever, but at least they had a negative posture towards the government. You know what I mean? And now it's just like, no, the government is saintly and you can't. And the only people, this is what we're left with is the only people that are speaking against the government have totally warped stupid ideology and stupid reasons for hating the government. So like, Sid, f- is our government saintly? No. Nah. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. I mean, Sid, wise guy. I'm just making sure. <laughs> 
I'm just I'm just happy that I don't have to care as much. That's all. I'm just it's nice to not have to care as much. That's all. Like there's room for other things in life besides freaking out about the government every single day. And it's I freak out a little bit less now. Mm. I'll take it. You're not freaking out about the the rise in cases in the COVID in the COVID. I mean, it doesn't go outside. Nobody's dying. Not as many people are dying, so it's more a nuisance now than like cause for crying and panic. But that's sucks, true. Just but- Biden just passed Trump's uh, body count from COVID, uh, like in mid December, like uh, in the same. Basically, the Trump, the amount of time Trump was president during COVID, basically equals Biden's term now. And, and it's equal amounts him. of dead people, really? Yeah. Well, Trump, when Trump left, I remember the day before he left or something like that, he hit exactly 400,000 on like January 20th. And by it's over 800,000 now. Huh. People are dying. Still ain't me, though. <laughs> yeah. You don't go outside. I, I well, I will say the, deaths, the, death ca- the death chart does look very low, at least in New York. Let's see the whole country. Yeah, and the places where I'm rooting for people to not die, they're not dying. The rest of the places, I'm okay with them dying. It's thinning the herd. I'm okay with that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, in More the country itself, it is up, but still not at the levels it was a year ago. Like a year ago, there were uh, at its high, like about 4,000 deaths a day, which is more in one day of COVID than the, the people in 9-11. Which is just a, which at the time was our nation's greatest tragedy, uh, right. greatest loss of American lives. Wait, not uh, the John Schaefer thing. <laughs> that, well, that uh, was bef- that was that, that came after. It was nine eleven, then John Schaefer, uh-huh. then wait, no nine eleven, then COVID, then John Schaefer, then now it's COVID again. Wait, no, wait, nine eleven, then John Schaefer, then the Capitol incident, and then the COVID. <laughs> <So> John Schaefer's <laughs> actual this career was. Part oh, of oh, did you think? I'm sorry, I wasn't clear. I didn't mean him at the Capitol. I meant his musical career. Sorry about that. Sometimes I forget. I get lost in thought, and I don't clarify things. Rob, did you ever interview John Schaefer? Did you ever like come no. in contact with him in person? Yes. No? We've talked well, about. Oh, it. when no, you were at the Capitol, Rob? Is that when? <laughs> no, I was at the Capitol. No, he was on one of those metal cruises. Uh, oh, we talked about it. We played Noah's interview. We watched it, and she. Was oh, that's there. right. And she made us turn it off after a while because she didn't like how yeah. she looked. Was he in the water holding onto a buoy, protesting the cruise, or was he actually on the boat? He was on the boat. He was performing. <laughs> he was very drunk. Oh, I can't believe that. It seems. Hard to hard to process. He doesn't look like a drug. But yeah, so as I was saying, at its peak last year, four thousand deaths. Yesterday there were sixteen hundred deaths. So in the country. It's, it's in or the country, in the whole country. He's a member uh, of so, the boat keepers. Yeah. So de- deaths are they're up from the summer, because of the summer the average was about four hundred. And also like low, most of the most of the deaths now are unvaccinated people, right? Like that's yeah, a vast the majority. High majority, yeah. So yeah, that's they they've chosen to die. So I'm I'm not crying about that. About that. I don't know about that. I don't know. They've chosen to be okay with the consequences, so I'm also okay with their consequences. That's all. I, that. I ain't wasting any so some time of them don't have the ability to do it. To do what? Get vaxxed. Why? Gotta work. What does that mean? They don't have time to go get vaxxed. They don't have two days off after to recover. 
I don't know about the time thing, but what? I do know that a lot of them have bad ideas uh, that come from a good place that are, I'm not, and I'm not talking about, we can all, anytime we talk about this, we can exclude hardcore right-wing MAGA dipshits that just like to own libs, not talking about them, but there are a lot of unvaccinated people that have good reason not to trust the government. And even though I disagree and I'm vaccinated, I'm not going to like shit on them and say they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like I can't tell a black person, you know, that, that the government that routinely murders and, and, and bludgeons your family uh, wants you to go get a jab and you're an idiot if you don't do it. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Like I might disagree with them, but I think they're coming from a reasonable place. I, I feel like at this point, the facts are out there. And if you still if your mind still hasn't changed, then it's fully on you. And I'm not I, there's nothing mitigating it. Like whatever happens to you, that's what you get. OK. All right. Well, I'll be awake. I'm here. <laughs> uh, I'm some. I'm. I. I. I'm torn between both points of view. Personally, I. I. I empathize with with both sides. <laughs> it's natural selection. It's such a centrist. I, ultimately, I feel that the blame is, isn't on these people. The blame is on our government for uh, getting us into this position to begin with. Like we, it didn't yeah. have to get this bad. And well, it's not just because I, okay. a few people didn't get vaccinated. Yeah, the other thing I, I go back to on this is that like vaccines are one good thing that you have to do to fight a virus. And we're doing one of the like six or seven things we need to do and none of the others. And that's why it's really, really bad. And that and then to turn around and demonize people because they didn't participate in the one thing you did while you, the superpower, neglected the other six or seven things is really irresponsible and shitty i feel like and i think if you did those other six and seven things you know pay people to stay home do a real lockdown not a half-ass bullshit lockdown mask mandate cancel debt cancel rent all this shit people would trust the government because they're being cared for and then you would see higher vaccination rates because they would not be so hesitant to put their arm out for the government Mm, i don't know I think dumb people are just going to be dumb. They'll find a reason if it's it's if they have to look, dig a little deeper to find a dumber reason, they'll do it. I agree. Well, with I, you. I, I don't. I, I don't look. But also in New York, New York is eighty eight percent vaccinated, and coronavirus cases are through the roof in New York. So, but the only people dying for, from it are the unvaccinated. Sure, like but it's not. Before. But the the spread is still happening. I think the spread yeah, is but if nobody bad. was dying from it because everybody was vaccinated, it wouldn't be as big of a panic right now. But it would just though, be the flu. There, it would be a panic because it's it's still putting a strain on the hospital system. Uh, people are, but still they're saying sick. most of the people hospitalized are the unvaccinated. Hmm. I agree with one thing that Sid said, which is that if you have a stupid person, they're going to go out of their way to be stupid. I agree with you. What I, uh, where I split apart from you is that I think that's a, a fringe group. I don't think the majority of people are stupid, and I don't think the majority of unvaccinated people are stupid. I think the majority of them are misinformed, and, or they have princ- good principled reasons to reject the information that they have been given and i don't and i understand why and i think there is a core group of people you're talking about i just don't think it's as big as you think it is that's fair 
All right. Well, you know, another thing you should do to help stop the spread is buy an NFT, right? What? Why? No. No, what? <laughs> Rob, I'm right clicking uh, your face right now. Uh, we've talked about non-fungible tokens before. What do, well, it, does this have to do with Mike Francesa? Because then I'm interested with the fungible I don't know talk. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure if Mike uh, Mike has any NFTs, <laughs> but uh, we've talked about them. It's just, what's an NFT? <laughs> it's essentially a, a piece of digital artwork uh, right. that you could purchase and. The appeal is that, you know, it's a one of a kind thing. So you're the only one that owns it. But really what you own is a ledger, like a receipt that says, I own this piece of art, because as the joke, as the joke goes, anybody can just right click and save the image of the NFT that you own and they own that copy of it. You, you I, but I guess it's hard for me to give an unbiased explanation because personally, I'm not sold on it, really. Uh, but like, I, I can't imagine doing it because also the prices are insane now. Uh, the prices of NFTs are essentially it could be anywhere from 10 to 30 ETH, which is Ethereum and mm-hmm. a single e- Ethereum coin is at like $3,800. So 10 ETH is $38,000. 20 ETH is $60,000. It's, ins- it's insane money. Can I ask a question? Is that like a standard way to say ETH as an abbreviation? ETH, or did you, did you just do that? I've never heard that. I'm not saying you're wrong or something. I just never heard I don't know. That. That's, how, that's just how I, I, ETH. I hear it in my head. That's cool. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. Yeah. Whenever I talk about ETH. Talk about Is the ETH, often? baby. Do you Is talk about what? ETH often? I mostly I mostly read it. I don't think I've ever mm. said maybe yeah, if I've ever said it, I've said ETH out loud. Mm. That takes too much time to ETH. ETH live cast. <laughs> Just to get in on that wave. Yeah. Can we make a, a RIP a live cast coin? Probably Rip good. coin. Yeah, Ripcoin. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Could we make each of our podcast episodes an NFT? So like only one person gets them after they've aired? Oh, after what about they all spend our- like $20,000 essentially? Yeah. That's uh, what about all our, all our patrons though? Well, the Patreon would be separate. This would just be for the these episodes. Oh, okay. But we would well, raise also raise the prices on the Patreon a thousand fold. Just to keep up. The Patreon would be one ETH a month. <laughs> sure. Good luck with that. <laughs> Rob, why are we talking about NFTs again? Yeah. So the reason we're talking about NFTs is everyone is getting in on the NFT game. It is such a cash grab. It is ridiculous. Also, what's wild is how many celebrities have been convinced. I'm not sure if it's like these celebrities have been conned into this or it's kind of like a pyramid scheme where these nft makers kind of entice the celebrity to get the nft and they essentially buy the nft for the celebrity in exchange for the celebrity advertising they own the nft to kind of make the process of buying nfts normalized so Hmm. so dipshits get in on it because like jimmy fallon so the the main nfts are these bored apes you might have seen them on Twitter yeah. or on social media. 
And essentially, it's just this one image of an ape that's repurposed a thousand different times. And each one of these images costs tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And to be clear, there is no physical image. It is a digital image of an ape that costs as much as a house. So if we wanted to boil this down, a complicated topic to like one sentence, we would say this is sort of like another form of a, a cryptocurrency. Pretty much. Essentially. Yeah, it's another take on cryptocurrency, but it feels even more pyramid schemey to me yeah. than the basic idea of cryptocurrency in general. And I guess it's the, the big breakthrough with NFTs was NBA uh, Top Shot. Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? I, f- I feel like that's the first time it, it went mainstream. And what that was, the NFTs were, at least it seemed cool, like it sold famous moments, right? In basketball history. That's what Some of the moments were not at all famous. It's, <laughs> it's a hodgepodge. There's plenty where it's like random bench player gets a layup. Yeah. Like there's, they're not all like, I'm sure the valuable ones are the famous ones, but I think it's like, it's like any sports cards. <laughs> Where you get right. like a one in a few hundred chance of getting like an actual valuable card, but mostly it's just filler. Kiki Vandaway coaching the Knicks gets hit by a hot dog from the stands. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a, that's a great way. To, it's basically digital trading cards. Yeah. One of a kind trading cards. And the thing They're not is one of a kind. There's multiples. You multiple people have. The I same mean, I mean, cards. I see. Well, it depends. It depends on the NFT. I, I just spent uh, 14 are- ETH on Isaiah Thomas getting fired for sexual harassment. <laughs> oh, my God. If they had like those kind of moments. Holy shit. Well, but the thing is, so- Rod Artest decks a fan. Oh, that would be the most valuable of any of them. Malice well, like at Kobe, the palace. Kobe Bryant rapes a chick. Oh, you get the oh. Kobe Bryant rape card. And then you pair that with his that? death card. I mean, it would be maybe like the court case. Maybe it would be like him testifying or something Rob, so, how much Santa, ETH would wait, you pay for a gif of kobe ryan raping no thanks <laughs> not my gif. you didn't even you were so mad about that you didn't even notice that i said gif <laughs> i let it slide um i hate but, GIF. i just did that to annoy you <laughs> didn't work unbelievable uh so wait Sid, you're saying basically with the top party basically buy a deck of cards and you don't know what's in there it could be something great or something not well like and I, I am. It's absurd that I even know this, but like a podcast I follow, they're like they do like a side show about this, and I checked out a few episodes before. I was like, no, I don't care about this at all. But I think they Top Shot releases packs like every mm. p- periodically, and you there's like you you have to like there's like a waiting line, and you you like the only like the first few hundred or a few thousand people actually get access to buy the pack. How much does a pack cost? I'm not even sure. But it's like an absorbent amount of money, right? I don't think it's thousands. I don't think it's that expensive. But like, you don't know what you're getting. You could get a good card. You could get like all shit. Right. But then you can resell. There's a resale market. So you can then like, if you do get a good card, you could put it up for sale. And that's where people spend big money on Top Shot, I believe. Yeah. So basically, I I listened to a podcast where... There was someone who essentially was hoarding these cards and collecting and collecting and collecting and built up enough of a portfolio where he now has a like million dollar NFT portfolio just from these top shop moments that have accumulated in value. And he's also bought on the resale market and resold and all that stuff. 
Where where do these things get stored? Like in the cloud or like where where are they? Are they on, on the, the blockchain? On the on the oh okay, so it's not like on the server side of where you buy them from, right? Well, that's actually a big criticism, is because the whole thing is this is supposed to be decentralized, but with certain uh, NFT projects, they've been hacked or whatever, and it isn't decentralized. So, but it, it theoretically is supposed to be decentralized. I, this whole conversation anyway. has gone over my head. Yeah, yeah anyway, I, uh, all of which is to say that where there's money to cash in, there's Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne. Oh, God. <laughs> because hey. Ozzy has launched his own NFT project. And the whole pitch of this NFT project was Ozzy wanted to get a bearded ape. Uh-huh. But wait, bearded pro- or bored? Bored ape. I'm sorry. Ozzy wanted to get a bored ape <laughs> with a beard. With a beard, maybe. Might maybe that variant. <laughs> but the it's it was too late to hop in. So they're instead, now that they're all they're too expensive now. Like the Ozzy the, can't afford them. It, well, I'll let Ozzy explain. Jesus. But essentially, yeah. the so- the the idea is let's create our own NFTs and get all of them, <laughs> squeeze money out of our fans. That's a lot of ETH if Ozzy can't afford it. Yeah. So, well, I'll let I'll let Sharon explain it, which clearly is her reading the script because she very likely has no idea what the words she's saying mean. But it's pretty <laughs> hilarious, and I want to give a trigger warning to our visual viewers. Because I barely recognized Sharon oh. initially. Oh. So here we I'm go. Scared. She'll trigger warning from me, too. I haven't seen Ozzy wanted a board eight for his oh. birthday, but I told him the floor was just too high. And with crypto winter just around the corner, it wasn't excuse a good me, idea. Excuse me. Then- crypto winter? Could could that be explained? Yes. So obviously, I feel like Sharon has no idea what that is. But there's this theory <laughs> with cryptocurrency trading that uh, a cryptocurrency trades on a six-year cycle. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm jumping this down immensely, but essentially, cryptocurrency trades on a six-year cycle, and we're about at the end of the six-year cycle, and uh, it is uh, imminent that there's going to be a big crash. Mm. for bye, cryptocurrency bye, bye. uh and then which is the crypto winter so i have a uh, uh, correct me if i'm wrong here i'm just looking at her face it's very unsettling <laughs> but That's i feel i'm well right i didn't get to the actual <laughs> oh. opinion part but uh she looks simultaneously like 20 years younger and 20 years older yes. yeah yeah no, she looks like that cat lady now. It's like, who are you? Yeah. I, I feel like with plastic surgery, I guess it's like the idea isn't at this point to fool anybody. <laughs> you know, you're not fooling it. It's like, yeah, I got right. plastic surgery. I just think and if, I look if, good. If she, if she, if I didn't know what she looked like before, I would have to say she looks younger than I know her to be. But it mm. still looks weird. I, I for me the 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 lip injections and the cheek yeah, injections is always too much. I'm not saying it looks good. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. she achieved the goal of looking younger than she actually is. Whether that's worth it or not, I don't know. I'd rather you grow old gracefully. But. Yeah, I like is the surgery the- more expensive or less expensive than a board ape? Because <laughs> Ozzy didn't stop her from getting this surgery, but she stopped him from getting a board ape. <laughs> that many- doesn't seem fair. How many ETH did she shoot into a fire? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a lot of ETH. 
her face is like 80% lip now. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's definitely not pleasant. But it's strangely uh I mean <laughs> I'm not gonna say attractive. I, I'm saying like I just I don't know. I think it's an improvement. I think it's an improvement in her specific case. I don't advocate plastic surgery, but she's looking rough. But, and but that's because she had other bad plastic surgery. Yeah. Not because like a she's old. Anchor's puppet now. Ah, she yes, does. She oh. does, and that and that's a step up. She <laughs> oh. ruined her face before this. No, yeah. I'm, I I want I I feel like that could be misconstrued. I'm not saying that's because she's old. I'm saying she had already screwed up her face because yes, of the plastic surgery. Yeah, right. And this is an improvement on the previous plastic surgery. That's how the surgeons really get you when they fuck you up so bad that you need to come back to get like repairs. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to be taken as being ageist. Like, I think she would look better than both iterations uh-huh. if she was just natural. 100%. But whatever. Floor was just too high. And with crypto winter just around the corner, it wasn't a good idea. Then uh, he mouth the clone move. X whitelist by a few hours. And that didn't go down well at all. He was becoming oh, a oh, laughing stock with his friends. At one Wait, point, I he was becoming a laughing stock with his friends. Which <laughs> of his friends know what fucking bored ape is? Is that Mikey Bibble? Mikey Bibble was bullying Ozzy about crypto. This is fucked up. <laughs> he was he was hanging out with Ringo Starr and talking about <laughs> bored apes and ETH. Zach Wilde won't even return his calls anymore. He's just not cool enough. Which, by the way, Ozzy is draped, draped in bling in these videos. Just massive amounts of gold rings, gold chains. Well, you know what happened? He was in New York and he went to Times Square and those guys on 50th Street with the briefcases, they told him those were NFTs. So he just bought like 1,200 ETH of all those chains. Look at this unflattering this, pause. Oh my God, <laughs> the street frame is. Wow. She has one eye half open, <laughs> one eye half closed. I'm sorry this is rude, but this is like a fucking like Brazzers cum shot uh, video. <laughs> this is just a, when, you, when you're done jerking off and you just stop the video in disgust and you go towel off and you come back and it's freeze framed and you don't want to look at porn anymore. Yeah. That's what that is. That's what it feels oh like. Can I say, here's a theory. Here's a theory. Is it possible that she keeps getting plastic surgery and changing her face just so Ozzy will never recognize her and try to have sex with her? Oh, oh, I thought, oh, wow. I thought you were going to go a different way with that so that he will have sex with her. No, no, no. She doesn't want She's cheating. (laughs) He thinks he's cheating on on Sharon. (laughs) She walks in with a different face every week. <laughs> it's just like random women showing up. Like he thinks it's just his manager or like an assistant. She should just she should just wear an Aussie mask. Then he'll have the <laughs> fucking chub on every day. Beautiful, honey. Remember when he got in trouble for having an affair with that hairdresser? Imagine if that was just Sharon and he didn't realize. So he apologized to the next face of Sharon. And she was just like, I could actually use this as leverage. I'll let him keep thinking that was someone else. And then it just snowballed from there. NFT stands for new FaceTime. (laughs) (laughs) She looks like Lisa Rinna's skeleton. At least Serena herself hasn't saved plastic surgery yes. face. So this is like, all right. 
just wild, she, man. she went to the surgeon and they have the book and she went i want what? lisa renna i want this one here. i want post-apocalyptic <laughs> lisa renna please she looks like she looks like the front of thomas the tank engine <laughs> oh. <laughs> but my Aussie doesn't give up oh boy <laughs> <laughs> Show Ozzy. Get off of Sharon already. Oh, no, that's Ozzy. So. I love that. He started thinking. He started working. He was locked away in his library for weeks working on something big. He I just saw an open door. He wasn't locked in, liar. Well, that's a good idea, really. Their mission was to create an NFT project that wasn't another celebrity rug pull. Oh, wait, this isn't a celebrity rug pull. Oh, okay, thanks. There's no rug in their house. Oh. <laughs> Dog pees on it. I, isn't that the name of the last wanted. procedure she got? They gave her the <laughs> celebrity rug pull? Yeah, they pull it up Ooh. a few inches. Her rug was hitting the floor. Oh, They call that the Sharon. Lisa Rinna went to the, do- the doctor and asked for the celebrity rug pull. Picture of Sharon. Come on. Something full of utility. Something unique. Full of utility. Yeah, that's actually more accurate. Probably nothing. So they're all bats. Is that the, the gimmick? Yeah. Instead of bored monkeys, they're bored bats. Oh, Rob, can you f- find one and, and right click it and save it, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you're going to get in trouble. All right. Can, oh, send, no. Can you send it to me in the chat, please? <laughs> I want to be rich. Rob, now, if you get sued, do we all get sued since it was on our podcast that you committed that crime, or is it just you? <laughs> I'll stand well, in solidarity with. You. I mean, it's I'm, not. I, I guess I'd have to sell it for it to be illegal. Who knows what the fucking laws are with these things? But it would be the way that Rob steals an NFT and Darren gets arrested for it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Wait, hold on. Someone's at my door. <laughs> it's awesome. Be right back. I love how they used that fucking uh, sad Hulk song about this <laughs> fucking thing. You know, yes, one day Ozzy realized all the other old musicians were having NFTs and he couldn't live with himself that he didn't have a bat. <laughs> An image of a bat. <laughs> so some more info. Uh, there will be a total of Ave. <laughs> there will be a total of. 9,666 oh, unique yeah. NFT bats. Why not just 666? Because gonna- they want 3,000 more bats to sell to Rinsky. 9,000 9, more. Well, no, yeah. 3,000 more than 6,066. But you said it's 9,666. Yeah, and, and you said why not 666. Six- and I said why not 666. Wait. That's 9,000 is- less. I see. <laughs> I thought you said 6,666. No, because that's not the devil number. It's just the 666. Well, now that we're on the same page, I want to add uh, each crypto bat 
will give collectors a unique opportunity mm. to birth an additional <laughs> NFT, activating a feature which will allow which will allow their purchase to bite and mutate with another NFT so from like their Pokemon. digital wallet. Yes. So wait, so another NFT from the purchaser's digital wallet. Yes. So they'd have to buy two NFTs from Ozzy, yes. or is this any other NFT you have will be no. compatible? No, okay. of course not. And then, so known as, quote, mutant bats with a Z, unquote, the pioneering feature will subsequently allow owners to combine the attributes of two separate projects, making mutant bats a rare offering for NFT collectors. Oh, actually, actually, sorry, I'm, I'm wrong here. So far, CryptoBats has announced they will be able to, quote, bite, unquote, the likes of Board Ape Yacht Club, Subducks, Crypto Toads, and a fourth mystery name. So, yes, you can create a zombie board ape NFT. So does this mean the board ape people are working with the Aussie people or do they not have a say in this? How does that like this is all very it's exponentially more confusing the more details you give. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know how that works. Uh, <laughs> boy, pioneering Lewis and Clark rolling over in their grave right now. <laughs> Yeah, and here's the Aussie quote. I've been trying to get in on the NFT action for a while. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so when I asked Sharon for a bored ape for Christmas, oh, why do you have to ask sake. Sharon for anything? You're fucking yeah. Aussie Osborne. Uh, for Christmas, after several failed attempts of buying my own, and she said no. So I decided to create my own. Wait, why did she say no? She's in this video. She's all gung ho about NFTs. Why is she in this story? Well, she, she said because of the crypto winter and the. Oh, I'm sorry. I zoned out about that. part. That was in the video. Mm -hmm. I was too yeah. busy staring at her face. <laughs> sorry. I didn't hear everything that came out of it. Oh, my God. So in addition to the new NFT range, I guess that's what a collection is called, a range. It's also been confirmed that Ozzy is set to launch Ancient Bats, a treasure hunt for Crypto Bats holders, which will see the virtual bats scattered around the globe in hidden locations. Each Ancient Bat will subsequently be able to bite up to 100 times, unlike their Crypto Bats cousin, giving them unrivaled power to breed 100 <laughs> mutant bats. This is so tiring. It's just like I'm exhausted listening to all this shit like they it's just they they, they didn't they, maybe some restraint like you know do two gimmicks there's like throwing 17 things at the wall here they don't Calm have much time left might as, well, <laughs> might as well try everything yeah but how much money does this guy fucking need this guy's it's sitting all, on his ass collecting his, royalties it's all for his shitty kids yes but they're already fucking rich trust fund baby they're like 40 anyway don't they make their are own they? money yeah i guess they are that old fucking hell yeah osborne's was on 20 years ago they were both like tw early 20s Oof. Maybe, maybe, uh, what's his name? The the girl. I forgot her name. What's her name? Kelly. <laughs> what's his Kelly. name? The girl. Her. No, I said her. No, you I should have said did. her. You did. But what is her name? Kelly, right. So she, she might have been a teenager. So maybe she's under 40, but not much. Let's see. 
She's 37. Yeah, okay, I'd buy that. What's her face look like? <laughs> Jack Osborne is actually younger. He's 36. Wow. Oh, I thought he was old. Wow. He looked old when he was a kid then. Yeah. I always thought he was the older one. But even still, what are they needing fucking money for? Child support payments or future plastic surgeries. I'm sure. I'm just saying I feel like there's ample money for Ozzy to give them to do that yeah. already. Like, what are you piling it up for? And that's not to say he shouldn't go make money like in some ways, but this just seems like an overreach somehow. You know what I mean? But like, let's say nobody buys any of them. Does it actually cost them anything? Do they lose money on this? There's what's called gas fees, uh, processing fees to list these. And it's about, uh, I don't know, like 200 bucks to list an NFC. So when I'm saying lose money, I mean like substantial amounts. They're not. I mean, it's 180. It's wait. So they have 9,666 times 200. That's, I mean, that's almost $2 million to list this. Hmm. I'm sure they'll make, they they barely have to sell any of these fucking things. Maybe a thousand of them. They'll probably make that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who knows what they're selling for? How many ETH? Actually, now that I think about it, I have listened to podcasts where they say ETH. I believe it. Uh, Dusty Rhodes Muffler in the chat says uh, the Sharon Osborne looks like Rebecca Moore in 20 years. Uh, he adds yeah. Rob's poop gets stored on the blockchain. <laughs> Metal injection NFTs are just live cast drops. <laughs> 80% lip is my favorite Dillinger song. <laughs> yeah, I was going to make that joke, but I feel like I've done it too many times. But thank you for doing it. Anymore? I, don't, I, I mean, comparing her to Rebecca Moore is a little cruel. I think she looks like she looks like an attractive older woman that went a little overboard with plastic surgery. I but of course, Sharon's, Sharon's face is also going to f- worsen as well. So there's that. She's going to do it again. I think Darren wants to bone Sharon Osborne. Talking about how hot she is. Can you replay this show and tell me, count up all the negative things I said about her face? I said she looks like Thomas the Tank. Engine. You're just negging her. This is a tactic. Yeah. yeah. But really, he, I don't think Darren like wants to fuck her to fuck her. I think he wants to do it so he gets a discount on those NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if that's the way to get free NFTs, I would do it. But it doesn't mean I want it. I by the way, she's online want- too from me negging her. <laughs> I, I just assumed you wanted to be, uh, uh, you wanted yourself a little sugar mama. Not, not that way. <laughs> I'd rather, <laughs> rather she like me for me. I think she would like you. But also, should I, uh, if that was my goal, why would I sit here and rag on her face for like a half an hour? That's It'd be beyond nice if there negging. was a rag on her face. It's true. Uh, also, you know, with in, in the world of NFTs, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Richard Karn announced he was launching an NFT Wait, uh, a few the days ago. Home Improvement guy, yes, Al from Home Improvement. Uh, <laughs> and, and and so for a second, um, I thought you said Richard Kind. That was that's what I was hoping he meant. No. <laughs> No, no, no. But I guess now he's pulled his NFT because I just see a, a recommended tweet from Richard Carr. So 
So there that is, is a celebrity rug pull. This is what she meant. <laughs> she wanted those Al Tool Time NFTs and he fucked her over. She's like, never again, Aussie. <laughs> he was he was looking over the uh the fence at her while she was purchasing the nft and laughing kicked it right back so this was the announcement that he made a few days ago uh, here okay there it is exclusive nft drop oh, wow. <laughs> that is not in any way a current photo come on he looked like that uh, five years ago no, well, it, it's right. It wasn't that so skinny I guess, 25 years so ago. So super fandom is the next wave of screwing people out of their hard-earned money because it's essentially cameo meets NFTs <laughs> uh, in that this person will give you a cameo message and then it's turned into an NFT, which is like, what value does that have for resale if it's personalized? But you wait, know? counter counterpoint. Uh, what value does a cameo have? You just give the yeah. money and it's gone. So at least now you get the same thing, but maybe there's some jerk that wants to buy your stupid personalized NFT. It's only a, only gravy. But it probably costs 10 times as much. Sure. That's a, so, okay. So here's the page. And the top <laughs> package is called, I don't think so, Tim. Oh, this poor guy has to fucking sit there and recite. Reminisce about home improvement on a call with Richard. And it's an yeah. NFT with a rare experience and exclusive art. <sighs> He's got to be a dancing monkey. Hey, it's like Bart. Say the line, Bart. Uh, the prices are listed. Uh, I wish. Oh, you can play Family Feud with Richard. Oh, boy. Fucks. Wait, did he? He hosted Family Feud for like eight minutes, right? Before Steve Harvey. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Uh, After Louis Anderson, I guess. Yeah. Right. Wow. Get Richard's prized Paul McCartney guitar. Why would you sell that? But wait, is he actually selling the guitar? Just a picture of it. Get the original Paul McCartney guitar signed by Paul and owned by Richard, along with this NFT to commemorate the handover. It's a cartoon of an ape playing the guitar. One of Richard's most prized collectibles. And a standout amongst his famed collection. Why would you give that out? That ain't that's going to cancer research. That's nice. Oh, part of the proceeds, not all of them. Like a hundred bucks. Let's see what other stuff. What is this website? This this is is like (laughs) the fuck NFTArena.net. It's Southeastern Antiquing and Collecting Magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Is there an NFT babe of the day in the lower right hand corner? No. Uh, so yeah, so Richard wow. just right, right as we went live, Richard tweeted this here. Wow, breaking news! He, on, he tweeted, on "I've tweeted long and hard about NFTs, and I've decided it's not something I need to do." After being shamed by the internet for two days straight, <laughs> and he posted this photo. <laughs> breaking news: Richard Karn rescinds nft offer more on this shock pulls story. the rug on his yes. hands richard karn implicated in notorious celebrity rug pull <laughs> woman with rug pull claims richard karn is a rug puller film at 11 r.i.p this week stands for rug is pulled <laughs> done Wow, we've learned so much. We've learned so much today already. And frankly, so this, little. 
just blindsided the shit that's true it's a good point it's, it's like time passing slowly and quickly as we discovered earlier like it's just i i feel like my head is full of nft knowledge and i don't understand one drop of it whatsoever yeah i i, I just i it's very hard for me to uh truly wrap my head around how there could be any sort of significant value for it and i've yeah. seen people tweeting that they've you know put their life savings into an ape and that their wife left them and you know their kids think they're an idiot i think probably there really some sad other, some other things going on there before the nft happened yeah. <laughs> certainly <laughs> Uh, the only thing I've learned is that Richard Kind is still unsoiled from this whole process. And wait a minute, I'm being told something <laughs> oh, in my earpiece. Oh no, Richard Kind is a rug puller. <laughs> Sources say, No, I'm just kidding. I made that up. He's fine, Give great actor. He'll get there. He's one of my favorite things on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like as far as the bit players go, mm -hmm. like the side characters, probably my favorite one. He had a great episode this season with the the dinner party mm -hmm. with the middle, the middler. Yeah, yes, I really <laughs> can't that. middle. I think that was was that his only episode of the season. I don't think he was on any of the other episodes. Yeah, right? I think that might have been the only one. My favorite genre of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm episodes are the ones when Larry David says the thing that you can't say and he's correct. Like there's mm -hmm. other other ones, but that's my favorite kind. Yes. Like he yeah. just go. You expect him to kind of beat around the bush and he goes, no, look, this is a fact. And the person accepts it. Like that's why I love that episode because Richard kind of just like, yeah, you're right. I tried middling and I can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> You're great at it. Sorry. Thanks. Yeah. That's always, I don't remember if I said this on the show where I said this, but like, that's what decides if it's a good curb episode or a bad curb episode for me. If Larry is actually right in whatever he's doing, then it ends up being a great episode. But if he's wrong, then it kills the whole thing for me. Yes, I agree with that. That's a good point. And there's some way he is right, I, like in principle, but he goes too far and does stupid Larry David stuff. Yes. I, I can get behind that yeah. too. Yeah, but like but, laundering uh, a Klansman's robe. Yeah, this season that was the best episode of the season. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. The other thing, uh, the other one I point to is the one when he uh, steals steel. He takes the fork out of the restaurant, and gives it to the limo driver. Like that's purely one hundred percent him trying to do the right thing for somebody, and he just gets totally fucked because of it. I think that's a that's a nutshell of the uh, in a nutshell the best type of episode right there like you try and do the right thing and you, you can identify with that because we all do the right thing and then we get pissed on yeah 100%. by chuck berry no <laughs> and then you try to kiss the person and they're like no get away from me you, you got piss on your face <laughs> bless his heart chuck berry r.i.p a chuck <laughs> also r.i.p betty white no. uh, betty white died this week very sad 99 years old not very sad. She lived a full life, you know. Right. Hashtag R.I.P. a legend. Absolutely R.I.P. a legend. Uh, what's so crazy is the night before I watched a few episodes of Golden Girls, it felt very eerie. Oh, really? Uh, well, to be fair, though, I, Golden Girls is a regular go-to for me yeah. when I don't have anything. I just want to have something on, you know, and I don't want to watch something new. And also, and, you have to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's an absolutely timeless show. And the most of the jokes 
90%, 95% of the jokes still hold up and like the concepts still hold up and, and the heart the show has absolutely sure. still holds up. It's one of the, one of the most flawless, uh, I, I don't want to say inoffensive, but like easy to watch sitcoms. Mm-hmm. You have to also have to have known for the past, anytime you watch the Golden Girls for the 20, past 25 years, yeah. At that the next day, one of them could have died. So you know what I mean. Like it's not like you're. <laughs> yeah. It's it's well, not now like now all of them are dead. Yeah, terrible. It's terrible. Uh, but uh, what was I going to say about that? Oh, what's so wild is so they're supposed to be in their fifty. They're supposed to be like fifty-five. In the show, they are show. That, yeah. That well, so Sophia is obviously older, but the three of them are in their fifty. In real yeah. life, that actress was younger than some of them, right? She was no, the the so youngest funny. one. She was the youngest actress. Oh wow! Yeah, but, I didn't know that. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't Blanche think. They, I don't think the character is supposed, supposed to be fifty three or fifty four. Yeah, I looked it but up. She's supposed to be the youngest one, though. I don't think. I don't think uh, Dorothy's supposed to be fifty five. Well, she has to be because then how old is uh, Sophia? Because Sophia's her mom. What? She can't be ninety. She has to be in her seventies or whatever. Yes, it's uh, no, I don't. I think Sophia's like pushing 80, the young 80s in the show. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but it's never explicitly said. But I'm just going by like their you know, the context clues, I guess. In the show's final season in '92, Dorothy's age is stated as 62. So, so she was in the 50s when the show started, it was like uh, seven or eight. How old was B. Arthur then? She was 70 at the time. Uh, Dorothy was regarded to be in her mid 50s in the first season of Golden Girls. So, yeah. So what's so wild about that is now there is, you know, the Sex in the City reboot, mm-hmm. which is absolute like the only way I would suggest it? I am watching it. I'm absolutely only watching it because of how bad it is. It's it's truly. And it's like, you know, it's about New York written by somebody who's never lived in new york maybe i don't know like some of these choices they make and i'll explain it in a second but what's so crazy about the show is all the women in the show of in this new sex in the city reboot since it's 20 years later they were in their 30s in the original iteration of the show which is which i most of it still holds up this new one does not hold up so now they're in their 50s they're supposed to be the same age as the women in the golden girls when that show started and like those women look like these women's like mothers you know yeah. or but they're supposed yeah. to be the same age it's so it's such a mind fuck mm-hmm. um but yeah the set the new sex in the city series i i very much like the original series it was a fun watch uh, and the thing i i liked about it a lot more so than some of the cat like i i hated carrie carrie was my least favorite character mm-hmm. uh but i love new york you know like i love how they portrayed were you a bigger in aiden go on record now i i was a big i would say fuck yeah fuck out of here aiden all the way go on uh but uh well well then you'll love this series because big dies oh yes Spoiler <laughs> so, alert, yeah. uh, and then, and then his career spoiler. died like a week later well so okay so two things i want to mention about this uh there is a character in the show who you know this series this season is all about representation uh and diversity like there's there's uh, people of color, like each of them has a friend who's a person of color, 
<laughs> it feels very it's very forced and then there's like gender non-binary there's trans there's questioning you know like all this stuff and most importantly representation there is a pothead on the show but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but what's so wild is potheads finally breaking into mainstream culture yeah, it's great yeah great to see well it is in the sense that like it's not this person's defining characteristic it's not like they're not a cheech and chong stoner they're okay. a, a character that happens to just smoke pot that's their vice but it seems like the writers on the show none of them actually smoke pot so here's the scenario uh carrie's new job carrie is the lead character sarah Jessica parker who was a sex advice columnist in the 90s and early oos and now since it's a modern version it's modernized so now she she's a co-host on a podcast oh, of course. and and because it's sex in the city it's not just like recorded in a basement this podcast is recorded at sirius xm hmm. okay so it's the first day of her podcast wherever the show's just ending it's her and her boss who is also the host of the podcast she's like a third mic on the on the show and they're talking and they get into the elevator in this corporate building and this character lights up a pipe in an elevator. Who the fuck? I've never in my life. I've smoked <laughs> in many, many places, many places that I never smoked smoke. weed in the serious elevator, Rob. Absolutely. Chris not. Russo and cousin Brucey. Are you kidding me? Secondhand? That's so rude that like, so, what's the ventilation there? Well, let me it, ask if Howard Stern did that, though, they'd probably be OK with it. I oh. get, but this so isn't how Carrie Bradshaw's just not, on par. But Carrie wasn't the one smoking. So who it was wait the a other second. character. Wait a second. So in this show, the, yes, was this action uh, a plot point as if how could you do that? Or no, that's casually? the other thing. Nobody points out like, hey, it's pretty crazy. You're smoking in a fucking elevator. <laughs> it was more that like, oh, this person just smokes weed is wild. Not that they're in a fucking elevator. Like I, I, nothing has taken me out of a show more than like, what? Why did they make this? This scene could happen anywhere. This scene could have happened outside of the building <laughs> and yeah. she could be smoking. What? Well, like, why does it need to be in the elevator? Because the, fir the, the, uh, the first thing I thought of was Larry David's in the elevator. And he's like, how do you? <laughs> and then the next scene, he's with Jeff Garland at the country club. And they're like, you know, how do, how do you light up a joint in an elevator? And there's a person standing right next to you. I'm not against weed. I'm not an anti-pot guy. It's just you don't do that. It's just a you know, common courtesy. Total common courtesy. <laughs> and then maybe he, like, has a friend who's like, having chemo and smokes weed from that. And so he tells the friend that it's okay now to smoke weed in elevators. So the friend does it and then gets arrested. And Larry is the asshole for that's the episode. There you go. It's absolutely the episode. And like then Larry Lewis, I guess. And Larry's going on Carrie's podcast to talk about it. And then he brings up, you know, there was a guy smoking an elevator. You think you could talk to somebody about that? Is he smoking weed? I just, and this is on the show. And she just looks at him like he's an idiot. So also, of like course, because this is sex in the city, it can't just be like any pipe. It's like this futuristic looking fucking pipe <laughs> that doesn't look like a pipe. And I just looked it up and the pipe that she's smoking from is an NFT. It's not, <laughs> it's not an NFT, but the pipe costs one hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of here. Is that a lot? That's a pipe. Yeah, pipes are like 20 bucks. No, like a uh, uh, like a travel pipe. No, a bong can cost uh, 
upwards of a hundred dollars. I just, thought she was carrying a volcano vape into the uh, <laughs> into the elevator. She might as well have been. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, and the okay. So the other thing I want to mention is Big dies in the show, mm-hmm. and uh, the oh, can't watch it now. <laughs> It's fine. It happens right away. It's essentially what kicks off. the No, I just mean I can't watch Sex and the City without Big in it. I <laughs> can't take it. Uh, Who is that? Uh, is that Chris Noth? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I I have a story about him, but you can go ahead. Uh, well, just really, did he harass so, you also? Kind of, not sexually. Oh, <laughs> well. So the story oh. essentially, he's on a Peloton, and he's like going hard. And then as he gets off the Peloton, he gets a heart attack mm-hmm. and he kind of died and, and he, he doesn't die. He has a heart attack. Then Carrie comes home, sees him and he's alive and she screams out his name, his real name. And she's like, ah, John, John. And then she just runs him and he's still alive at this point. And she never Calls 911. She's just sitting there yelling his name like, no, don't. don't." It's like, bitch, do something. This is your fucking husband. And then he just dies. It made no. It was like the way they shot it. They made so many weird. This series, like we kind of talked about this during our our Matrix roundtable, which I will talk (laughs) about in a moment. Uh, But this series is like another example of the WB algorithm. (laughs) Just spitting out a show like we need more content but let's not really give too much thought into it because this is something that like people actually cared about like it's so terrible but it's so terrible i will say it's so terrible that it's actually fun to watch it's fun to watch and like uh laugh at like what are you doing like this is so stupid i think i might now watch this and just reimagine all of them as curb your enthusiasm episodes (laughs) yeah the other thing about it that like really stands out to me is the language that they use is is almost as if it was written by jesse waters about like but like they mean it not ironically like you know yes i am a gender non-conforming like right. well and, and like it's like like the whole uh the whole like one of uh miranda goes back to school and her whole first moment is she misgenders somebody and she says something pseudo racist to the black professor and it's just like ah. how does that uh, get resolved like oh does she apologize up, yeah she apologizes she uh <laughs> She recognizes, she checks her privilege and she acknowledges she, it. She and puts on Nancy she Pelosi's dashiki. <laughs> <laughs> and then she eventually, uh, uh, what's it called? Like befriends the, the black professor and they, they commiserate over having children. Oh, okay. Sounds yeah. very exciting. Yeah. The other weird thing is all their kids are grown, which is just, again, just a mind fuck. <laughs> Uh, Carrie doesn't have kids, right? No, no, no. She's and we're supposed to care about the other people's kids. Yeah, they they become major pl- they're major plot points in the show. Get out of here. Uh, and of course, Samantha, the best character on the show, the actress, wisely decided not to be a part of this. And I have so much respect for 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 doing that because she ain't missing anything other than a paycheck. Obviously, wait, she's not. Didn't you just say she the guy dies and then she's like. She's called no, 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 no. Call Samantha. The the oh. she's not in the show. Oh, oh I but the character not in the show. Oh no, no, no. So Carrie's in the show. Samantha's not in the show, but the character is still written into the series, 
And they, well, they like, talk about her and stuff. Yes, and like, and like in case she wants to come back for season two, right? Okay. Which I mean, please come back and save the show. You were the only watchable character. Everyone else is insufferable. <laughs> well, but what's yeah. her name going to uh, like run from front for governor again, or is she back to acting now? I think she's. I, I don't think. Yeah, so. I haven't heard a political thing from her. In oh quite no, no, some she time. no, she tweets. She tweets uh, some progressive stuff, though. But That's I mean, not, not just tweets. I mean, like as. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not really doing. Shit. Yeah, she's not running for an office again. Uh, but yeah. So you want to hear my Chris Noth story? Yes. Oh yes. So, I was working in a store uh, at this time, and he wandered in, drunk as a motherfucking skunk. Sounds right. And uh, yep. drew off it like at least in the top 10 of most drunk people I've witnessed in person wow. in my life, stumbling, knocking things over. And like a guy walked past him, didn't even touch him. And he yelled at him like, what the fuck you bumping into me for? You know, that kind of shit. Like, oh, and I think he was with another actor. We was on Law and Order or something. It was I think yep. he was with a, a Law and Order guy, a guy from Law and Order. Jerry Orbach. Who, it wasn't Jerry. I think Jerry Obama. How were his eyes? Yeah. His eyes were already in someone else's head by this point. But uh, yeah, no, it was with someone who was also like micro, somewhat famous. And the guy, I don't remember who it was, and he was cringing. You know, oh maybe God. they just came from the set. Who the fuck mm. knows? But um, I had to tell someone because he was like, "We're in the part where I worked." and knocking things over so i had a, i got on the phone and i was like can you come down here the person who's like my superior you know and they're like what is it and i said uh and i said i said chris north is here <laughs> and he's knocking things over i don't know you know what Here's i mean brother. Like, and he got pissed at me he was like what the fuck chris north Chris North, like he started screaming at me because he heard me. <laughs> I said, well, I'm sorry. Oh, the you actual Chris North. <laughs> yeah. No, I was talking the- about someone else, not you. <laughs> the other drunk guy whose name is one letter different from you. No, I I, I, and I told the guy, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, I, you made me nervous because you're knocking things over. Like, you got to calm down. And he got all. I think he left before he. Ah, he just fucking left before the person came down. Yikes! Well, that lines up with a lot of stories that came out about him being uh, very aggressive with women, usually, oh, yeah. or drunk. just being on set shit faced. I didn't yeah. know there's a lot of those stories too. Yeah, he's been hashtag canceled. I didn't know this. That uh, makes sense now that I remember that story partially by one of rob's old high school buddies yeah somebody i went to high school with was one of the people who <laughs> spoke out publicly so how, so was that i don't want to reveal them but was that uh like someone in the industry or just yeah she's happened? like a famous actress now a, re- a relatively famous actress okay relatively more famous are, than me are you not allowed to say who she is do you not are want you to say it? who she is i, I kind of don't want to say it I mean, she, I don't think she's famous enough that like most of our listeners would even be like, oh, that lady. She, she was on a CBS sitcom. <laughs> oh, is it Kat like Dennings? One of the success- <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. If only. If if only you wish she was molested by Chris. No, Nelson. I just wish that Rob would have known her. That's oh. a few <laughs> degrees of separation there. I wish I would have known her, too. Hanging with Andrew WK. Oh, that's right. Well, I guess we we sort of know Andrew WK, so you yeah, sort of know true. Kat Dennings. Oh, is she? Are they in a relationship? I don't even. Yeah, know. they just got married last year. 
had no idea. Flew right over there. Reserve. You should uh, read metal yeah. injection. Stop reading. They going to read every single fucking article you write. <laughs> he only reads the articles about actual metal, Rob. Not this clickbait bullshit. Yeah, I, I want you to do the more articles about Enbalula Google. <laughs> those will go over well. That's why you're not doing well, Rob. You don't write about the obscure bands that I like, or about Cat Dennings. John Schaefer. And, the, and then and, you didn't even bother posting her nudes. Like, why would anybody click? Yeah. From post cat of the day. The nudes. Yeah. That's an NFT right there. Some Cat Dennings nudes. Nice fucking titties. <laughs> Get on that, Rob. That could be your next fortune. Your next fortune. Um, I respect women. Next fortune. That's a good one. So I'm just trying to help Rob. That's all this is. So I mentioned the Matrix Roundtable. The way you can listen to that is on our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIP and livecast. And for five bucks a month, you get access to two bonus episodes every month, two episodes only available on the Patreon. And we always have a really fun time with those episodes. In addition to video versions of our episodes for the last two years uh, and a fun little TV column from Sid. And some kisses on the show. I guess everyone gets those. Uh, but yeah, so five bucks a month. So this month, top of the month episode, we, uh, as my background suggests, uh, we did a roundtable of the new Matrix movie, The Matrix Resurrections. Very fun. And in doing so, we also talked about the first three movies, which I think we had a pretty in-depth discussion about the first three and then really went in-depth on Resurrections. Well, there's a lot of some hot takes. A lot of depth to get into. Yeah. It's very, very deep. I mean, deep, low down in quality, not deep like in thought. Process. Rob loved it. No, I wouldn't say Rob loved it. He liked, I liked it. it. He, he liked it, and we uh, we didn't like it, and he liked it, but he, I wouldn't say he loved it. Yeah, I didn't love it. He expressed a lot of reservations about it. What's yeah, your and movie also, of the year, Rob? I can't. <laughs> My movie of last year. I don't even. I, I, it's very hard for me to, to, to like do that. Uh, I don't know. It might be The Matrix, just because that's the only one you remember seeing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's See? a fair point. That is a fair point. I really liked uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Or though that was that was the year before. Wow. Yeah, I think Oof. that was. <laughs> yeah, because that was, that was for the Academy cycle. Awards. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Are there any horror movies this year that I like? Yeah, I don't know. So I was more watching series than movies this year. I guess I absolutely wasn't in the theater. You know what it was? It was Wonder Woman. <laughs> what? Didn't people no, really hate that movie? No, that movie was terrible. Also, I, I think that was actually last December. So that doesn't mm. count even. Uh... No, not suicide. I don't know. <laughs> Hard to say. Hard to say, folks. Hard to say. Did you see any of the Spider-Mans? Oh, no. I mean, uh, I didn't see the new one. I do want to see it, though. But I like the animated one. I thought that was really good. But that, I think also it was 2020. Was that 2020 or 2019? Oh, yeah. I think that was pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. Wait, which one? The animated. Oh, yeah. That was 2020. 
So yeah, so the Matrix Resurrections, it's up now on our Patreon. Check that out. And then in a few days, by the 15th, we're going to be putting up our watch along of the Fred Durst directed John Travolta vehicle, The Fanatic, which who oh boy. Oof, oof, uh just the right kind of shitty movie for us to shit all over and have a really fun time shitting all over it. One of the best watch alongs we've done, easily. So I think Rob's really second favorite it. movie of the year. <laughs> uh patreon.com slash RIP a livecast. Hang out with us. It's nice. We like. <laughs> Why not? Do we want to talk about this weird wrestling date story? Yeah, let's talk about it. <clears throat> this is so cringe. Somebody posted on the wrestling subreddit. Okay. Uh, Sid, do you have it pulled up? I want you to read it. Uh, hold on. Let me find So it. he posted on. Uh, uh, Why do you want me to read it, by the way? What are you trying to imply? Now I'm <laughs> not applying anything. Uh, but uh, yeah, he posted this on Reddit. And it's a first date. With a girl. So the headline is how to plan a first WWE date with the girl. Which pay-per-views should I show her? Now, here's the question. Does that mean it's the first date or just the first yes. date where he makes her watch wrestling? No, the f- both. <laughs> okay. So you want me to read this? Yes. All right. There's a girl I've been talking to from work, and tonight I invited her to my place for New Year's Eve, and I decorated my entire apartment with a WWE wrestling theme. (laughs) This is the first time I've ever had a girl over, so I'm extremely excited, but I'm overwhelmed on how to do this. So far, I have pop. Let's pause. Let's pause. Like, just with that one paragraph, he is (laughs) expressing how incredibly not self-aware he is because oh, yeah. look, I am as big a wrestling fan as there could be. I guess there could be bigger. I'm a pretty big wrestling fan, but I would never divulge this information to somebody I've just met and I'm trying right. to impress, you know, like I, this is at least three months into the friendship that I would even broach the topic. <laughs> Go ahead. Sid. So far, I have pop, cookies, chips, a WWE-themed cake from Kroger's, and WWE cupcakes. I also ordered two personal pan pizzas for us to munch on, on a budget. I am a huge wrestling fan. I haven't really expressed my interest in it to her, but I feel like wrestling shows would allow her to see my cool, knowledgeable side. I was going to turn on Royal Rumble 2010 and briefly go over how 2010 impacted the current landscape of WWE. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was going to show her some YouTube clips of some WrestleMania promos, followed by the respective matches so she wouldn't have to watch the entire thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I want a, a quick pause here. So just a Royal Rumble match is an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he's saying not only is he taking up an hour, making her watch wrestling for an hour, he is then go- going to make her watch more wrestling after that. But he's, he's nice. He's going to make her watch the promos and then just the good matches. He's going to skip the shitty WrestleMania matches. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> 
There's already a shape of, of a, a, a cloud in the shape of this girl running out of the door. And she's <laughs> she's like already in an Uber and like she's the ten, ten, man. Yeah, she's gone. She in ran reverse. right through the wall. I want to explain wrestling to her and give her proper backstories, but I am overwhelmed and I don't know where to begin. Uh, Would AEW be better for her since they are relatively new? If yes. so, then I don't want her to get confused with the WWE themed cake and AEW wrestling. Uh, <laughs> so already he's showing that he thinks this girl's an idiot. Because you can't nobody, understand that I, there are I, I different know. wrestling companies. I, to me, he's showing that he's the fucking yeah. he's yes, completely overthinking this. By extension. Yes. They're socially know. awkward. He's probably like... Oh inc- yeah, he's not an idiot. You're right. He's, he's a re- He's a wrestling savant. He just knows everything about that ever happened in wrestling. And he wants to share it with this woman who's absolutely not interested in it in any way. Yeah, that's like the thing. Like, have they been talking about wrestling at work and she's expressed interest no. in learning more? Or is this just him thinking, yeah, our first date will be all about me and my most like up my own ass interest. Yeah, so she yeah. just uh, so she'll just come over and I'll just mansplain something to her that she does not care about for multiple hours on New Year's Eve. <laughs> How about asking this girl what she likes? Yeah, right. <laughs> anything or like he didn't buy any booze like how old is this guy Sounds no 16. booze on new year's eve i've got cupcakes i've got a wwe cake and some pop so, uh, by the way how much does what? this guy weigh because he's got <laughs> cupcakes and cake yeah no way the cake was still there by the time the girl arrived right <laughs> oh, any, any man, proteins I, buddy just you two wait <sighs> wait so do you well, want me to read the follow-up now oh. I wanted to, uh, before you do that, I wanted to ask if there were any replies. Like, did the people tell him what we're saying or would they like on board? Because they're also I, I, I don't. I believe the, the original thread has been deleted. But when <laughs> I saw it, uh, uh, when I saw it, everyone is being very supportive and like being but very like, gentle, supportive in the sense that they're saying what we're saying, but politely or like yeah. actually encouraging this. No uh some were encouraging oh actually the okay the thread is still up oh, oh good let's see i don't well let's sit read what he, i didn't want to interrupt you i just was curious about that you want to finish up sit actually let me link you to the thread because there's more edits oh, dear. oh my god <laughs> uh, i want you to get the the correct uh, you want it we want to represent his views accurately here on this program in a journalistic fashion oh my god all right jesus christ <laughs> I gotta look at this myself. <laughs> so one of the oh, comments: okay. If this is a joke, it's the funniest thing I've seen on here. If this is serious, you should probably just stop all social interaction for a while. And <laughs> oh. oh, <my> <laughs> then someone replied: If this is serious, I want this date live streamed. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Like when people live stream their suicide attempts. Okay. So, so do you want I, me to? Yes. Yes. Let's read the edits. Edit. Thank you for all the kind suggestions. I'm still setting everything up, but I'm going to reply to everyone in here. Thank you for all the awards as well. I appreciate all of you. Happy New Year. What awards? You can give awards to people on Reddit? I guess on Reddit. Yeah. You can actually pay money and, and, and if you like their comment or something and a little emoji appears next to their post and that's all wow. it is. And Reddit gets money off of this. I believe that's <laughs> right. how they, you could also just get these credits for rewards if you use Reddit as well. Like a but that's not reader. what you can but that's for something else that's reddit gold this is like 
just a little emoji that shows up. Okay. So go ahead, Sid. All right. Uh, hold on. Just move my window here. Sorry. All right. Important edit. It was a case of bad communication because the oh. girl I invited, Chelsea, thought I was having a big party and she came over and didn't know I considered it a date. Pause. <laughs> Jesus this Christ. is just like we're witnessing the birth of an incel here. This guy's going to shoot up a school one day. Like, yeah, he, he clearly was so socially awkward with her. He didn't really like want to tell her that he wants this to be a date because he didn't want uh, her not to come. So she thought it was a party. Uh, and obviously she didn't want to show up alone to a party at this like nice but awkward co-worker of hers place. So she brought some friends and now it gets even weirder. I, this has to be a put on like she brought her three friends and it was awkward because I don't have much furniture in my apartment. Yeah. Just one couch, a mounted TV and a glass coffee table. So her two friends sat on the floor while she and I sat on the couch watching WWE. This is just like <laughs> Nelson Torres, the guy we've talked about on this show, on his TV show. He had like a semi-famous person, Joel Gertner, who oh. showed up and he had him sit on the floor. They were out of space on the couch for Nelson's stupid friends. So they had Joel Gertner sit on the fucking floor and he did it. I assure you, as someone who has worked with Joel Gertner, that that is all he deserves. That's fine. I agree. I agree. But just the cringe to make your fucking <laughs> guest who's famous than every other douchebag that you have sitting on the couch, even though that's not much, is sitting on the floor is so hilarious to me. Have I ever told my Joel Gertner story on the I show? Think, I can't remember. I think you told uh, it on our uh, I think you might have told it on our college show. That's I didn't know it was after. Yeah. Oh, no, he was, was at the Brooklyn College radio station, but it yeah. was after I had left. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Go ahead. He, for a little while, worked at my office. Like, somehow, I guess through a Brooklyn College connection or whatever, he got well, a wait, gig there. Wait, before you tell the story, let's finish. The, let's, okay, get off this. let's get off this. I felt like I was being rude, so I offered my seat on the couch to one of her friends, which were declined. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to explain professional wrestling to three girls, so I turned on the 2010 Royal Rumble and accidentally made them miss the ball drop because I was trying to explain different backstories. That's the that's the sentence that like totally this is like a stabbed situation. Me. This stabbed me in the heart. That sentence. <laughs> These women came all over for a New Year's Eve party. They didn't even watch the fucking ball drop because he was too busy talking about like mansplaining wrestling to them. I like I'm so secondhand embarrassed. <laughs> Can I also chime in something? Uh, as someone born on January 1st, I feel that I am an ambassador and uh, <laughs> for all things. Uh, ball related, uh, oh, 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 oh. New Year's oh. Eve party related, uh, mm -hmm. ushering in the new year related. Uh, and I can say, uh, missing the ball drop, not a big deal. It's not the same shit. Every but it's what they wanted. Day. He's trying to like be nice to this girl. It's the one thing she wanted to do. Just do that. Sure. Yeah. Oh, no, that was by no means a defense. I'm just saying to those girls, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are. <laughs> don't worry about it you shouldn't have been in the first place don't worry about missing the ball <laughs> they must have very bad social radar to have well i guess not the two girls were brought along but the but one to that stick was around the one that agreed to show oh did they stick around i thought they left and he was playing video games but they clearly stuck around to midnight yeah well maybe they came at 11 30 no <laughs> you know uh, so go ahead sid so 
they didn't eat any of the snacks, cake, or pizza either. So now I'm just playing the Ghost of Tsushima. Is that a video game or what is that? Sounds like it. Maybe he's cosplaying as the Ghost <laughs> of Tsushima. I don't know what that is. I never had so many girls in my apartment at once, LOL. They wanted to see the ball drop on NBC, but I got distracted by explaining to them why Sean was was trying to win so bad. Like they weren't interested and it honestly drove my anxiety high. So I just stopped talking and let them rumble, let the rumble play. And they left after Batista eliminated Sean before they left. I went into my bathroom and just sat because I was so nervous. I didn't know what to say. So I just told them, thanks for coming through the bathroom door. He did that. So it, it's so like, no, wild. that time she drank too much when we did a podcast episode at her place. <laughs> What's so wild to me is that he recognized it wasn't working, that it was awkward, that they weren't into it, but he didn't think to turn off the fucking wrestling. <laughs> he, he instead was like, I'm just going to go sit in the bathroom and, and make them suffer through this without me here. But they like could have changed the channel at that point, like unless he took the remote with him. To the I bathroom. don't know that. I think that's like rude. That, that that's that's way too forceful for a guest to, to change the channel. They don't know how the television works. Plus, they're girls. Girls don't know how to use remotes. I want to give advice to anyone who's listening who might be in this young man's <laughs> shoes. Um, and I feel this is sage advice, and I think both of you will agree with this. Uh, wrestling is great. I love wrestling when it's done correctly. WWE sucks, but that's besides the point. But if you are a grown man who likes wrestling, you have to process this one fact, and that is wrestling to the majority of the population of the planet Earth is cringe and even more so to women. And if you are going to be in a relationship with someone, you can't push wrestling on them. They may, because they're a good human being that loves you and cares about you, take an interest in something you like, and they may over time start to like wrestling, and yeah. that's great. Or you may be one of those lucky people like I was to have a long-term relationship with someone who brought a love of wrestling to the relationship and never had to be coerced. That's great, but that's like a unicorn. Most people think it's lame and you got to deal with that. Just yeah. accept it. Yeah. At most, slowly, slowly ease them into it. Not put on a fucking one hour match during your first private encounter with them. <laughs> no, so no, true. that's not how you do it. You had, maybe, maybe start off with a meme or a short <laughs> clip of an ironic character. That's it. <laughs> Now, I want to ask a question, and I want to get to the Joel Gertner story, and we are running a little yes, over, yes, but yes, I yes. just want to, can we just read a couple of these comments, because they're very Go for it. funny. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's the, f uh, first of all, they asked, this is kind of an inside wrestling joke, but he asked originally in this post, what should I play? And the person said, December to Dismember, which is like universally known as the shittiest pay-per-view in, in human history. Uh, so I like that one. Um, we said that one about ceasing all interaction, right? Yep. Uh, oh, this is just what I said. Always be yourself unless you're a wrestling fan. Then don't be yourself <laughs> until six months in. <laughs> and this guy says, no lie. I waited four months to show my now wife that I watch wrestling. I was not going to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Yep. Yeah. And then this guy says, this is either new copy pasta or this girl is about to have the worst New Year's of her life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I can't well, believe they stayed for the ball drop. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, they probably came at 1157. I want to hear this woman's 
POV on this. I'm dying to hear that. Oh, you know there's a, a post in like 2X Chrome. Am I the asshole? Yeah. <laughs> Am I the asshole? No, she's for... not wondering if she's the asshole. She knows she's not the asshole. Right. But should I have run screaming initially? Yeah. And what were her friends like? They were just cool sitting on the floor. Were they saying, let's get the fuck out of here? What are we doing? And she like convinced them to stick around. Like, there's so many more questions. I wish there was like a movie of this. I wonder if these are like 15 to 17 year old people, all mm. of them. And they just don't know how well, to no, manage. He said coworker, though, right? And he said his apartment that only yeah, has one couch. Well, so like maybe if he lived with his family. I feel like there'd be more furniture. Well, maybe he's like 25 and they're like 17. That could be even worse. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they, they, possible. the description of the women sounds like they don't know how to manage uncomfortable social interactions and when to cut it off. Because I feel like a, a, a confident like 25 to 30 year old woman would just have walked out yeah. as soon as they saw what was going on there. I also, is it possible that maybe this person is like mentally challenged and the yes. girl just felt bad? Oh, maybe so not. Him? Maybe not mentally challenged, but maybe like uh, neuro neuroatypical. Yeah, and, like, doesn't handle the. And then that's not to dis, de, demean those people, but maybe the they're not realizing what the uh, situation is yeah. and the awkwardness. And she was just being nice to her coworker, who means well. That's true too, Good and that's point. why she stuck around. That would make all of this make a lot more sense. Yeah, that's fair. So hopefully uh, we all learn something here. Neurodivergent. That's the word mm. I was fishing for there. D- Dusty Rhodes Muffler writes, Rob would make his date watch old Barry Horowitz tapes. True. <laughs> <laughs> now you would make them watch uh, New Japan, I think. Well, if I were to show anyone wrestling, if I wanted to get somebody into wrestling, I would show them AEW. Because I feel that's the although you know the, on in the one hand uh, <laughs> on the one hand it's like the most exciting but one thing I've noticed when trying to show people who don't follow wrestling AEW is it's a little hard to follow because there's so much happening uh-huh. uh, it's hard to be like who's that guy who's that guy what's that I'm like all right just relax just watch one thing to one thing to also note about AEW, not to get too far afield from this discussion, but uh, a lot of what they do is built on knowing about wrestling, and that mm-hmm. doesn't make it bad. It's just a choice, but you, it's geared towards people who are steeped in wrestling knowledge. And I think it's somewhat a little bit inaccessible, although there are elements of it that are accessible anyway. I think the the meatiest parts of it are about knowing who these people are and things they're calling back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you agree mm-hmm. with that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's why I like it. But it's also why it might be a little harder to get into. But the wrestling is still more fun. Sure. I think you can oh, still but, get into I mean, it without knowing that stuff. You can. I think there are that they have hooks and then you get into it and then you start and they Googling have things and you, yeah, they have hook. He's awesome. Uh, but it's, uh, I mean, you're saying it's, it's more fun, of course, because look what it's competing with, like microwave turds. I was actually watching some New Japan before we started their big annual Wrestle Kingdom event. I, I got to watch that tonight. They're on the, well, tonight's the second night, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it three nights this year? Uh, well, the third night is, is, uh, Interpromotional event next week with Noah, but it seems like it's not really a big deal. <laughs> Sid just it's no it's a the wrestling promotion called Noah. Oh. Which is like Pro Wrestling Noah with an H. H. It's like what 
all Japan used to be, right? And it kind of morphed into uh, no, not necessarily. It's it's the top stars from all Japan left and started a new promotion, is what it. Yeah, like the like the the roots of uh, from all Japan. Mm-hmm. No vaccine mandates at that promotion. And there are vaccine mandates. It's in, oh. it's in Japan, so that was a oh, no vaccine mandates. Rob, oh, go see. with it. Oh, I see. I see. I get it now. John Schaefer is the GM. Uh, <laughs> he writes all Noah. the entrance music. <laughs> so Jimmy Hart. I also want to mention we have a, a music break, the RIPL Livecast music break. Uh, instead of playing songs during the podcast where we might get a copyright strike, we don't want that. We've instead created a very nice Spotify playlist with over with nearly 300 songs, almost there, over 20 hours of music. And every week we each pick a song and we talk about it. And so this week I picked Rage Against the Machine with Tire Me uh, over the holiday break. I was doing a bit of road tripping. And anytime I'm on a long ride, I've been really enjoying some classic albums that I've enjoyed in my youth. I feel it really it's a really good way to kill like 40, 50 minutes of a long trip. And so I put on old Rage Against the Machine and I realized how much I love certain deep cuts from their first two albums. I only really listened to the first two albums. And Tire Me is uh, one of my favorite songs from them. It's very catchy. Sid, what did you pick? Uh, well, uh, earlier this week in the Discord, our lovely Discord, uh, our fan Jude asked me if I take a request to put a specific Lagwagon song on the playlist. And while I'm not completely against taking requests, I am completely against taking requests for bands I don't like because I feel that's just dishonest and misrepresentative. It's, if it's my pick, it's going to be a band I actually like. So I, sorry, Jude, I will not be adding that Lagwagon song, but. The lead singer of Lagwagon, Joey Cape, had a side project band for a while called Bad Astronaut, which was less pop punk and more like sort of alt rock kind of sounding. And on their first album, they did a cover of the song Needle in the Hay by Elliot Smith. And it's a very good cover, which may be not better than the original, but as good and like sort of changes. It makes it a little bit more hard rock sounding. And so that's what I picked. So you don't get Lagwagon, but you get that lead singer doing something else. So Sid, you are such a lag wagon. <laughs> Remember like 15 years ago when Jack Wagon became like a redneck person's insult? I feel like a lot of no. boomer comedians would sing oh, Jack God. Wagon all the time. Like in the Jeff Foxworthy and Larry oh, the Cable Guy kind of. I don't know if them specifically, but that kind of that kind of like tier of comedian. It's one of my favorite porn series. <laughs> Jack Wagon. That's the Amish porn. They kick you out of the wagon after they're done. Uh, <laughs> it's just filming. people fucking horses. Oh, all right. You jack I, off a horse and I then they you. get ride the wagon. I don't know. Louis C.K. did an offshoot on that, like, <laughs> but he was jerking off in front of horses. He definitely did some offshoots. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, now, imagine if you released a new special and it was billed as like a stand-up special and then you hit play and it's just him jerking off. <laughs> yeah. First, it's like the remember the New Day thing? It's like an interactive porn. You go, do you, <laughs> he starts taking his pants down and then it pauses. And then he it goes, do you want Louis C.K. to jerk off in front of you? And yes or no. And no matter what you pick, he jerks <laughs> off anyway. <laughs> There's no two scenes. It's just the same scene. <laughs> it's the illusion of choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Which an proves NFT. free will does not exist. Uh, Darren, what song did you pick? 
Oh, uh, I played um, uh, Children of the Grave, the cover of the Black Sabbath song by White Zombie, because uh, we were going to talk about Ozzy Osbourne today, and I thought it was apropos. I have my whole theme here. I got my Mikey Bibble background, uh, and that's a really great cover, and that's a great album. It's from 1994. It's the cover of all yes, Black, a great Sabbath. Black Sabbath covers album. And it's got so many good bands on it. It's got Megadeth, Biohazard, and uh, Typo. Typo negative, faith no more. Yeah, uh, Sepultura. I forgot. Corrosion of conformity is on it. Mm. Um, what is the out the uh, ministry guy side project that I can't think of right now? He had one. Yeah, I can't think of it. A thousand homo DJs. Mm. That's right. But he, yeah, I believe I, the compilation is called Nativity in Black. Mm. Yeah, fantastic album. Excellent, and excellent. and more that I can't that I'm not even like. Yeah, and and you know like we we always kind of shit on covers that you know they have to either be a fun reinterpretation or like their own take and basically all of these are that yes they're all such a fun spin on songs that you're super familiar with and in the megadeth one is he they covered paranoid and it's just you know every band covers paranoid and it's like but they made it sound like a completely megadeth owned yeah they absolutely made it sound like a megadeth song it was really fun and you hear Damon's like sitting with my woman because she couldn't help me with my mind. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, before we go, though, uh, Sid, let's hear this Joel Gertner story. Yeah, I'll do. Oh. I'll tell it very quick because we're already running late. But basically, he worked in my office and he put on very, very strong cologne <laughs> and a lot of it to the point that he had to be told by superiors to stop, to tone mm. it down because it was just knocking people out the smell of it in the office and there were times because he knew i was a fan because like one of like the first week he was at the office i was like holy shit joel gertner is here and then we were in the men's room at one point washing our hands and i just like i just want to say i'm a big fan of your work at acw great so he knew that i was like i guess a friendly big face in this did. office yes because then he would come to my cubicle to apply his cologne so as to not get scolded for it mm because he knew i wouldn't rat him out and he needed to have that cologne it was so fucking weird that's so weird that is so weird wow so that's this and this was like i don't know 10 years ago maybe a little bit more than 10 years ago but yeah man what's what's he doing now i have no idea probably just working in office (laughs) probably as a podcast oh he's an entertaining (laughs) guy just like every time you hear something about him outside of wrestling it's always cringe like every single time and it's not like he's not jerking off in front of people you know what i mean like it's not he's scandalous just, yeah, he's just he's just weird. a loser yeah it sucks because he was a big part of ecw that i really liked imagine that reddit post was by him isn't <laughs> <laughs> he lost his stud muffin mojo should have had the neck brace on yeah works every time <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we go, I want to mention the top live cast fans of the week. Uh, how do you become a top live cast fan? You just set up our Patreon. And also, before I get into that, I do want to mention, please give us a follow on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We post every day. And uh, we're also on YouTube. Follow us on YouTube. We post clips on YouTube, video clips, free clips. And uh, also, please join our Discord chat. Every day we're in there. Sid's in there the most, but all three of us are in there. You can hang out with us. You can hang out with other live cast stars, and it'll be a really fun time. Uh, 
All right. So our top live cast fans of the week on our Patreon. Uh, they're basically at the $10 tier. You get everything I mentioned for the $5 tier, the bonus episodes, the video versions, plus this shout out at the end of the show. How are we doing these shout outs, fellas? Sharon Osborne. Yeah, all right. Sharon Osborne with, she just came from the Botox office and came from her mouth very much. I will give a big shout out to Eric and Benjamin Eljudarino. Dan R, Sam R, Mindy Mays Kipper, Jenna, Robert Kandushake, and Justin, Shusu Shusu Sets, Vampiro, Hugo Likes Tacos, Lando Tanks, Lacroix, Corey and Scotty H. Dog Pigman? <laughs> Who gave up the hickey? Scooby D 182. Douglas, who are you, Levison? Hi, guys. It's Josh. Who are you? Thank you to all of our patrons. We love you. And we kiss you. And we love you. And we'll see you next week. You NFT bugger! <laughs> Way too much mouth movement for Sharon. Way too much. I know you. You had to. You had to suspend re- reality there a little bit because we need to yeah. the, the names to be enunciated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but good job. Thank you. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you next week. Thank you as always for tuning. In. Happy New Year. Bye.